This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Final Inspection. 105.7 FM, The Fan. This is Dennis Michelson along with the lovely and talented Lori Monroe from Racetalkradio.com. That means it's time to go in-depth on NASCAR talk. And Laurie Monroe, the throwback weekend at Darlington was a little disappointing. What, you found it disappointing? I found the broadcast disappointing. I well, had, I got a whole other rant about the broadcast, but what were you upset about? I just didn't like how they sort of didn't get the concept of the era that they were trying to honor. Well, so because, much for my still blowing. Thanks a well, lot, Michelson. We'll work on that one later. But it just was an overall broadcast-wise sort of brought me down a little bit. Um, the cars were sensational. Like all of the car yeah. tributes ended up being more beautiful in person on the track than I imagined. But the other thing is I'm, I'm really feeling sorry and, and really a little scared for Denny Hamlin today. Um when you're double encumbered, I'm not sure if he can recover from that. Well, hopefully there's a pill for that. But yeah, I agree. The cars look great. They look great, especially when they're under the lights there. When the when the darkness started to creep in and the lights are on, man, those things look so good. And I think any team that did not show up with a nice retro paint scheme should be fined. If they're oh, going to yeah. start fining people every weekend for the most obscene thing like a missing lug nut or a loose lug nut or whatever they're going to have to start finding them for showing up with crappy paint schemes that's all i'm going to say there were some like the m&m's car could have gone retro m&m on you know even if they use something change the font so that it's a retro type font do anything but i know it all it all crosses over into some sort of a marketing thing. Well, we can't do that unless we actually offer them in the stores that way. You know, there's always going to be some excuse like that. But still, they could have at least shown some effort because that was that was lame. Yeah, to not see an effort from some of the major teams. And then no. at the same time, you've got some of the smallest teams out there yeah. that just went out of their way to do yeah. fantastic paint schemes. That, that, to me, is the fun part. When you get teams that you know are challenged for money, they would just as soon leave the paint scheme the same and just bring the same car back to the track if they could. Yet they went out of their way to honor this throwback weekend mm-hmm. on a small budget. That is so cool. And what I liked about the weekend as well was the fact that a cool paint scheme actually won both the Xfinity and the Cup yes. race. I think that was sort of a nice thing. It, it it was so neat seeing that paint scheme in in Victory Lane as well. That really looked good, that Flying 11. The Flying 11 looks so cool. Having yeah. the same number 
as the the real car. And to honor a short track legend from his own area of the country where he grew up racing, to me, that makes it even more personal and, and even cooler. And I just loved what they did. Showing that paint scheme in conjunction with the one that they did, they really nailed it. They got it yeah. so perfect. They really did. And just all the little backstories along with it, just it just made it fun. That's how it should be. It should have been should have been a fun weekend for teams to be able to to celebrate the history of of NASCAR that way and just sad that some didn't. And so cool to see that racetrack live up to its old ways as well, (laughs) because to see 20 to 25 mile an hour drop offs in speed over the course of a tire run. That's old school tire management racing. And to see guys, you know, the 78 team tried to push and and do longer on that last run. And they paid for it with a tire going down. I mean, that's old school racing at its best. And just seeing that track operating with the red and white walls Mm -hmm. and to see that front grandstand just packed to the gills and the infield without any more space for campers to be in there. The people really turned out to show their love for Darlington last weekend, and that was good, too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. However, we saw another encumbered win, and it just seems like this was, to me, a pretty major violation of the rules for Hamlin. Are they going to need to start knocking playoff points from these guys to keep them from trying to cheat things up because the current penalties haven't slowed these guys down of uh, finding very big ways to break the rules. Well, did it pass tech before the race? Yeah. You know, I just really think they got to really make a decision here. They either got to lock people up in jail and throw away the key or get rid of all these micrometers and laser laser tools and measures and just have some good old-fashioned competition. You know, you get people complaining that, oh, these, nobody's allowed to exercise ingenuity anymore. And, and then the minute they do, they, they, they want their head on a platter. You know, I, I just don't buy that. I, I think it's nuts. Everybody has to win. Everybody has to have a trophy. There can't be a loser. And this is why we've got all these stages now, too. Oh, you've won stage one. Everybody's a winner. It's just really ridiculous. This isn't the NASCAR. This isn't the stock car racing I know. This is just too, it's just too everybody huggy, kissy, can't do anything outside uh, in the gray area anymore. Don't like it at all. See, the thing is, if the car passes pre-race tech, Mm -hmm. unless it's, you know, doing, unless they tricked it out some way during a pit stop, pulled the side skirts out, or they've got a trick engine in there that, you know, when they tear it down, they find, you know, a mysterious part that, that made the car faster. Other than that, I don't see why... They have to have so many rules. But as I understand this encumbered rule thing for Denny Hamlin, this was an illegal part. This is a blatantly illegal part yep. that was caught on both his Xfinity and yep. his cup cars. Why didn't they find that in this pre-race is it. tech? You know, they had, they've got pre-race inspection. NASCAR has done this to themselves. If you have to inspect these cars once, twice, three times, four times and try and find stuff, 
you've made your own rules so ridiculous that nobody will ever pass anything. Look at how ridiculous it is. If you compare the issue with the 11 car this past weekend and say the 88 car that had a couple loose wheel nuts, they're basically both being crucified over something that one would be deemed a, a lot more critical a penalty than the other and yet they're all being thrown in the fire this whole thing has gotten out of control like i said they really have to make a decision how far they want to go with this if they just want to show up if they want just want to let the team show up at the track and have cars all lined up and ready for them and call it an irock race then do that too just this whole thing with the rules and now people are so upset and they're looking back in history well this is how nascar should be we don't want we don't want fans leaving the track without knowing who the winner is. You know, they just keep pulling up rules from the black and white era and combining them with the modern era and thinking everything's going to mesh perfectly. Well, it's just not. I couldn't say it any better if I tried, Laurie Monroe. Okay. Oh, I'm out of nice. breath, thank God. Nicely done. Well, folks, it is time for us to take a break so Lori can catch her breath. But when we come back, more bloviating and more blowing up because your stills are going to be blown up, too. Thanks for tuning in to the final inspection. 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the final inspection, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Dennis and Laurie on a Saturday afternoon. You know what that means. It's time for some great music. Don't be shy, sing along. Ah, yes, indeed, folks. It is time to blow up somebody's NASCAR still. And with all that happened over the weekend, I'm sure that we've got some good ones coming your way. Lori Monroe, can you explain to the folks in Milwaukee how this works? Absolutely. If something has upset you in the week of racing, we are here to blow it up for you. To Head, head over to racetalkradio.com, send us an email from there, or you can fill out the form from there. It's right on the opening page. Or you go to our Facebook page and send us a message from there. There's so many ways to get in touch with us. And actually, while you're over at racetalkradio.com, don't forget to look up the outtakes and the after show of what we're talking about right here. You just don't want to miss that. Do you think this is crazy? Yeah. Anyway, on to what I want to blow up. As mentioned in the top of the show, I was absolutely, I don't even know what the term is, appalled, upset irate i don't know what it is but the fact that they had krista vota dressed like madonna <laughs> and Jarrett and rick allen like uh what do they call it miami vice did none of these people ever go to a nascar event or a stock car event in the 80s and look at what people were wearing people weren't strutting around like miami vice they were wearing shirts with dick trickle on them they were wearing shirts with mark martin on them they were wearing things with Wrangler on them. They looked like they were either rolled out of the Old West or North Carolina or somewhere, and they actually looked the part. They wore cowboy boots. They wore probably the straw cowboy hats or trucker caps. There's so many things that they could have done that would have embraced the feel of stock car racing in the 80s, and they blew it. I don't for once ever remember Madonna hanging out at a NASCAR track. That was disgusting. 
It was absolutely ridiculous. It was an embarrassment and it was an insult to people who actually were there. So these guys have to be blown to the high heavens. And if they didn't choose to do it themselves, dress this way, then whoever made them dress this way to sort of help promote the upcoming Miami Vice series that's going to be relived on NBC in 2018, you need your ass blown up as well. They need to look around and see who's there. This absolutely, this disjointed the entire weekend to me. This did not celebrate NASCAR in the 80s. This celebrated television in the 80s. It was BS. Very, very much BS. And one of the pit reporters was actually wearing like a hoop skirt that you'd see in the 50s. But again, Uh, you'd see that at the malt shop. You wouldn't see that at the racetrack. And even Rutledge Wood. I love Rutledge Wood. I was so irate at what he was wearing. Oh, he looked ridiculous. like an idiot. He should have had an old Wrangler's jacket on. Or he an should old have wore what he wears when him and Kyle Petty do their TV thing at, looking back on the series. Yeah, that would have been much, Good much Lord. better. All right. Well, my still blowing isn't even close to being that irate, but it has to do with the fact that NASCAR has a rule for everything nowadays leave a lug nut loose and you're going to get fined your crew chief's going to get suspended your pit crew is going to be sent to the naughty corner there's all of these rules yet nascar officials are the biggest cowards in the world because they will not make a call when somebody crosses the line on the racetrack like we saw in the truck series race when austin Sindrick he didn't rattle his cage he didn't make a a, use the chrome horn he drove through the guy to make the pass he drove through Kaz Grala and Kaz Grala by the way handled it with such class after the race I'm just incredibly amazed at that kid but this was a call that NASCAR should have made otherwise if you're going to allow anything goes at the racetrack You're in for some really, really nasty moves, and you're probably going to get somebody killed along the way. I am so frustrated with what I saw with Austin Sindrick's dump and win move over the weekend and NASCAR being cowards, not willing to make a call. Mm -hmm. Couldn't have said that better myself. Thank you very much. I think they all need blowing today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm with you. Definitely blow them all up. There's going to be hoop skirts and Cindric all over the place. <laughs> General Mattis, send in the B-52. General Mattis, those are the wrong B-52s. Oh, no. Can you try again, please? Ah, that's much better. The sound of sweet mayhem on a Saturday afternoon. Ah, nothing beats it. Well, folks, it is time to hit the NASCAR news before we call it a day. And great news, folks. Talladega Super Speedway, Atlanta Motor Speedway. How cool was it that they opened up their campgrounds to those evacuating and fleeing Hurricane Irma? Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, they're set up to take uh, large quantities of people like that with uh, with campers. I think they should sort of keep this in their All the tracks should keep this in their back pocket as well, though, if they have low attendance. Just threaten that there's a hurricane somewhere and say, oh, we're going to let people just come in here. Yeah, just fill the stands that way. 
Very good idea indeed. In the sponsor front, Warrior by Danica will be on her car at Richmond this weekend. Yeah, you know, when you've got to sponsor yourself, it uh, what does that say? I, I, you know, it's great that she's promoting her brand that way, but it just sort of leaves me thinking, is this sort of the last, the last we're going to see of her at each track as the season goes on? I just, I don't know what the future holds for her, but I'll miss her if she's leaving. I'll, I'll tell you that much, but, uh, you know, she's, she's young. She's got energy. She'll figure something out. Also in the sponsor news, looks like Mr. Daryl Wallace Jr. has picked up some sponsorship for next weekend at Chicagoland Speedway, or he'll be racing in the Xfinity Series again. Yeah, this is uh, the beginning of what we're going to be seeing from him. I think this is only going to go up from him. He's just going to, something's going to happen. He, he's, he is going to be a big, a big presence, I predict, towards the end of the year and next year. Absolutely. I'm really, really hoping that the rumors are true, that he'll be racing with our next story, because Richard Petty Motorsports in the news, Richard says, got no plans emerging with another team. Yeah, really. And, I, I, you know, you kind of wonder what the heck is really going on there. Um, the fact that that building they're in is up for lease, and I just don't know. Maybe they're all moving back to level cross. How would that be pretty cool? That would be pretty cool. But I yeah. think it's going to be cool either way that Richard Petty Motorsports is still in NASCAR next year. That's the one thing I'm pretty sure we can say with confidence. Well, let's hope it's he's around forever. All right, Lori, it is the last race of the regular season. Last mm. chance to make the NASCAR playoffs. Who's your pick to click? You know, I really don't think we're going to see anyone new that hasn't won win this year, so I'm just going to go with Kyle Larson. You are taking Kyle Larson. I am going to say that we are going to see a first-time winner this weekend, Mr. Eric Jones. Nice. My pick for Richmond. Well, That would folk- be good. like that. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in to the NASCAR segment. On the final inspection, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.